Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, good afternoon. It is the Cyber Monday edition of the Lori and Julia Show. My talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Got a busy show for you today. Coming up sometime this hour, and we're going to do it for the week. We're going to go back to one of our favorite standbys, guests with the uh, celebrity voice. And up for grabs this week, a pair of tickets to see Cameron McIntosh's spectacular new production of The Phantom of the Opera. So, very, very I've never nice. seen it ever, I ever. Either. I can't believe it. I saw it in New York. It's amazing. I'm super excited that it's coming here. It's such a great show. And tomorrow we will be on the road for the first Santa stop will be at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. We'll be downstairs in the comedy room. But if you live out in Chan, we've got a lot of people that are regulars at our Chan yes, visits. Yes, we do. And they put on such a nice spread for everybody. Yeah, they always have specials. the good hors d'oeuvres going on. So we will be there yeah. from uh, 3 to 6. So we hope to see you. We always like going out on the And road. our Cyber Monday deal today is our show's free. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's, uh, All right. That's nice. You know what? Yeah. Uh, the weekend claim to fame for this girl yeah. is... I did all three kinds of shopping. I did big box shopping, I did small business shopping, and I did cyber Monday. When shopping. you called me and said, Do you have a need and a space for a bonsai tree? Oh, I, I just thought you really. I found the cutest at Highland Nursery. They, they have, have them the in these little stuff. ceramic um, pots. But mm -hmm. if you knew somebody that had, you know, like just a little corner, they're an apartment or a right. condo. The cutest little bonsai trees in these really amazing little um, pretty terracotta painted pots. They were I know. Just darling. You were shopping I, machine. I, I was shopping everywhere. Yeah. I went to Gypsy. I went to all kinds of little independent stores on Saturday and Sunday. Friday, I did the big, big box. And then last night, I pulled out the old uh, laptop and just started cyber shopping. Are you done? You know, I laid out <laughs> I know, a lot Johnny, of presents on a yeah. bed in a spare bedroom, <laughs> oh, gosh. and I am pleased Are with you? the things that have accumulated in my present closet well, that I kind of... You didn't answer the question. Are uh, you she done? She said she's... She, uh, <laughs> I am probably... The present closet is something. I am you... probably three-fourths done. Okay. Which I was panicking about. I didn't think I had anything right. really done. Right. But I did because I put stuff away so in I. a present closet and then I forget about it. I know. And then I pull it out. And to make the surprise even better, I often keep things in bags. So I don't even so know, you what's know, in know there. what they are. I'm I like, have a oh, clear bin. Oh my gosh, I bought that. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. What a great idea for yeah. me. Yeah. So anyway, no, I, yeah. So anyway, it was just, it, it was fun. And I read a, a thing today that most employers. No. Uh, are totally fine with people spending yeah. an hour or two of Monday really? cyber, cyber shopping hour or two. and then another hour to talk about really, all the things you did over the long four-day weekend. That isn't really what is true. 
because it is they, true. they know that you're going to spend an hour, but they don't agree that you get the other two hours to be social, Lori. Oh, well, I know, but that's just a fact. You know, they, well, but they, employers don't like it. Well, they don't have to like it. They don't need to know what they don't need to know. Okay, so let's you know? re-edit they what you know. read. Yeah. I read today that most employers like it. No, they are fine. They are fine with people doing an hour of shopping. And then two more hours you said of I'm ex I'm adding that because that's what's really happening. Yes, people are doing it under the guise of work. Now it's like, you know, if you you know, really it's just, you know, now people are maybe getting a few things done right wow. now. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, Depending on your time zone. Yeah, right. exactly. Okay, so here's my dilemma. Was this your weekend claim to fame? No. I, I wish you'd have I a weekend it? claim to fame. I it's a dilemma. I went roller skating. You went roller skating? I love it. <laughs> where is that? Where? At the um, Wooddale Fun, Wood, Woodbury Fun Zone. And were you hmm. on four wheels or were you I on did a both. straight line? I did both. I did the four to start, and those wheels are heavy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I switched to the two. The rollerblades? Mm-hmm. How was the music? It's fun. And, you know, um, they play requests. I was thinking that would be such a fun job to be the roller rink DJ, you know, in high school. Mm-hmm. Such a fun job. And then they um, play games. Four corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the dice. It, there was no snowball, which when we were growing up, it was where they dimmed the lights and the girls were on one side. Well, the maybe because on... did you roller skate on Sunday? No, it was Saturday night, baby. Oh, wow. You would have thought there would have been. Uh, no, I think they may have gotten rid of that. But the guys would come around and then pick out the girls or the girls would go pick out the guys in How the crowded snowball. crowded was it? It, wasn't, it was kind of crowded. And, you know, I was there with the Montana crew who have never been on ice skates once in their life. You mean roller skates? No, well, roller skates and ice skates. They really haven't been on them much. How come they don't ice skate in Montana? I don't know. Because they ski. I don't know. But it was just so funny. And then um, we were playing tag. And they thought it would be fun to go against the grain, and we got a little yelled at. Yeah, I know. A couple you times. It. You can't do that. You know. You're going to cause accidents. It was it was fun, and then they all joined the hula hoop contest in the middle. It was very fun. I mean, it was free pizza. I mean, it, what a fun mm-hmm. night. I'm telling you. Did you remember how to do a crossover? Donnie, I'm a figure skater, so I know how to skate. Oh, yes. Sorry. And so, no. <laughs> yeah, geez, but, Donnie. No, I'm just going to tell you, I do know how to skate, but the thing that but is... But did you remember your crossover? Yes, of course. So and fancy. skating backwards and yeah. doing oh. a little... Spin. The thing with the rollerblades are, you know, they're like boy skates. They don't have the toe pick. The toe, which and is I'm, always nice I'm a to be able to girl. drag the toe and then be able to do a little Point. spin. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, I need my pick. Yeah. So instead of the pick, I fell over Yeah. a couple times, which is mm-hmm. lovely. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. It was it was just what a great family thing to do, though. Yeah, I'm just for saying, sure. Kids of all ages. Yeah, I know there's still one in St. Louis Park. Right, with the big dinosaur outside. Oh, boy, did I go there a lot Yeah, in my Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you remember? It was all oh, the yeah. rage. And then doing that thing where you're with the four wheels and you go in and out, groovy. Mm-hmm. Still a fun family oh. thing to do, for sure. I and used the to... rollerblade wheels light up now. Yes, People yes. who have their own skates. Oh, fancy. Mm-hmm. How about you, Donnie? What was your weekend claim to fame? I'm uh, out at Mystic Lake Casino. Uh, had a, uh, boy, you know, that restaurant, their steakhouse there is really good. Is it? Had a fabulous We've meal. We've eaten there before, Lori. We it's, loved it. They've got a good chef over there, I'll yeah. tell you. So that was a fabulous meal. Probably one of the best, best creme brulees I've had in quite some time. Uh-huh. And then I uh, took in the uh, Cirque du Soleil Holidays show in the big oh how was that there. it was very good i'd seen part of it but saw the whole thing this time julia you would have liked it no intermission i would have yeah mm-hmm. you're on to me and you know why i think they did that 
Because there's so many kids, kids in the audience. They can't last that long. You can't have an intermission. Just no. get the whole thing done. Yeah, no. just yeah. get it all done in yeah. 75 minutes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great show. Perfect. Oh, yeah. All right, well, listen, we come back. Of course, it's the story we can't get enough of. Love is in the air for Prince Harry. We'll be right back. God save the queen. It's official. It's official. Let's have a little music. Here, we talked about it last Tuesday that we were in the window for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle with the 70th uh, anniversary of the Queen and Prince Philip. and Being over. Being over. And Julia, they wanted us to talk about it because they did it today on Monday. Or they didn't want to be bothered with it anymore. They wanted no. to get it out Oh, there. no. They wanted it done on a Monday so that there would be talk all week. There is so much goodwill. Prince Harry's the most popular royal. Yes, he is. By far. Mm-hmm. Only the Queen probably is as popular. Right. As Prince Harry, so they're like, let's get all the good news out of out out of this that we can. So let's have it be on a Monday. And let me tell you, the morning shows, our show, all entertainment shows, we were happy, happy, happy because this is good news. We needed something to talk about. Here's Good Morning America. Uh, we do also have because just a couple hours ago, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle sat down with the BBC to yes. do their first interview and we know that it happened live because they were wearing the exact same clothes she took off her white coat because they made an appearance in princess diana's sunken garden oh so at lovely kensington palace so she had a beautiful lovely. white coat on and a i green have one dress. of those yeah so it was this bbc interview that they did but let's do the gma uh audio donnie we're uh, okay we're gonna have to do the second one first there's a there's a little uh All right, glitch in the first whatever one whatever so. we have okay here we go character on the hit legal drama suits oh, is engaged oh, to be God. married and now in real life Meghan markle prepares to say i do to prince harry prince charles's office announced this morning that prince harry will marry the woman he once referred to as his ideal girl long before he met her the wedding will take place sometime this spring. Royal watchers wondering if they're going to hold out for a May wedding after the Duchess of Cambridge gives birth to her third child in April. Prince William and the Duchess put out a statement saying, It has been wonderful getting to know Meghan and to see how happy she and Harry are together. But how much will they have in common with their new sister-in-law? Meghan's background is probably one of the most ordinary backgrounds that we have seen marrying into the royal family. Marco was born and raised in Los Angeles. Her father, Thomas, an Emmy award-winning lighting director. Her mother, Doria, in the social work field. Her early life was far from a fairy tale. Her parents divorced when Meghan Markle was young. Markle attended an all-girls Catholic high school before heading off to Northwestern University, double majoring in theater and international studies. She went on to land minor guest roles on shows like CSI New York before being cast as a regular on the USA drama Suits in 2011. Shortly after the show's launch, she married longtime boyfriend, film producer Trevor Engelson, but the two divorced less than two years later. The star began dating Prince Harry in 2016, making her the year's most Googled actress. Their transatlantic relationship withstanding both distance, with Markle stationed in Toronto for her show, and public scrutiny, with the palace calling for an end to the public abuse and harassment of Markle and her family. I think the moment that everyone really realized how in love he was was when he released that statement an on-the-record statement from Kensington Palace describing her as his girlfriend. I mean, you don't do that with someone that you think that there's a chance you might break up with. Like her future husband, philanthropy is at the forefront of Markle's free time. 
specifically advocating for women's rights worldwide, opening up about her work with the United Nations to Larry King in 2016. It's not just a women's fight for women. It's a people's fight for all people, right? And now as they prepare for their happily ever after, many are speculating what Harry's mother, Princess Diana, would have thought of the pending nuptials. All she would require in a daughter-in-law is someone that loved and was devoted to her sons, and she would only be blessed for that. So, oh, honestly. So there you go. And of course, uh, the the reference when Prince Harry had to speak up for her was via Kensington Palace is because Meghan's mother is black and her right. dad is white. So she's the first biracial. Biracial. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a huge, huge, you know, deal um, because, you know, it's like the ultimate fairy tale. Right. She's not Lily White. She's not like from some fancy aristocratic no, family. Right. And she's, she's a divorcee and she's older than him. Yeah, yes, exactly. Exactly, mm-hmm. and she, uh, American girls. So uh, I love the British family. They use delighted in all of their official statements. Clarence House, delighted. Queen Elizabeth, delighted. I'm Everyone delighted. is delighted. We're let's, delighted. Let's play the other audio okay. that we have from uh, GMA about these two lovebirds. This morning, the world's most eligible royal is off the market. Prince Harry, now officially engaged to actress Meghan Markle. Prince Charles's office broke the news just a couple of hours ago, announcing that the couple got engaged earlier this month. The wedding will take place next spring. In the meantime, Harry and Meghan will live at Nottingham Cottage at Kensington Palace, right in the heart of London. In a statement, Prince Harry said he was delighted to announce the engagement and had received the blessing of his fiancée's parents. Prince William and Catherine, the Duchess of Cambridge, responded to the news with delight, saying in a statement they were very excited for Harry and Meghan. It has been wonderful getting to know Meghan and to see how happy she and Harry are together, they said. From their first public royal engagement at the Invictus Games to a romantic birthday trip to Africa, their love has been on full display. Prince Harry is a hugely popular figure probably the most popular member of the royal family there is and to marry this beautiful actress who's an american who's appeared and known around the world it's going to be a huge spectacle and i think actually it could even eclipse william and kate the 36 year old actress stole the heart of the 33 year old prince despite a transatlantic relationship with the suit star stationed in toronto for filming Meghan markle opened up about their relationship to vanity fair in september saying We're two people who are really happy and in love. Nothing about me changed. I'm still the same person that I am, and I've never defined myself by my relationship. Megan got her fairy tale ending. She's an actress, and she is now playing her most important role today. She is going to be a real-life princess on the world stage. Their love story started. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
In 2016, with Kensington Palace making it official in November, Markle quietly by the prince's side for events like polo matches, a friend's wedding in Jamaica, and Pippa Middleton's wedding in Maine. And while their love story is much different than William and Kate's, Harry and Meghan's upcoming nuptials will most likely be filled with royal tradition. The wedding will form the pattern of royal weddings. Harry would probably love to go away and do it in secret on a beach and probably in Africa if he was able to. However, he knows that that's one thing that he's not going to get away with. He's a member of the royal family. He's fifth in line to the throne. He's going to have to have a royal and a, a public wedding. And their relationship shows just how much this royal family has changed. Once upon a time, a long time ago, a royal prince wanting to marry a commoner, as she would be described, a divorced woman and an American, that might not have passed muster. Uh, he had to abdicate the throne that yep. day. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, but Twitter was Edward. so funny this morning because people were, and I mean, Joy, you called it. You I said know. that you were like, these two are serious. And I didn't want to believe when we first knew. I, I think Julia and I were on the same page. Yeah, you were on, on the same yeah, page. You didn't. You were like, no way. And Julia, can I just tell you my, my selfish reason for saying that? I so enjoyed Bachelor Harry. Right. I mean, the year before, the photo of him cupping the crown jewels in Las Vegas. That Honestly. was just everything. I loved The Bachelor Prince, and so I did not want to believe... That it could end. That it was going to end. And, right. And just like, because they were introduced by a mutual female friend. Now, they both know... Um, Serena Williams, and I'm wondering if she is the one who set them up. I don't know, but Be because she is a mutual friend of yep. both Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, and they in this. But that's so random. But in the BBC interview, which Donnie has a clip of it, and we'll play it a little bit. They did not want to mention. Name they said we were up. met. We were introduced by a mutual female right. friend, and they're like, "Who is that?" Well, we don't want to say. And so they had this date. Yes. And within two weeks of dating, they realized they wanted to see each other every day. And within one month of dating, he whisked her off to Botswana to go camping under the stars. How fantastically romantic. And they never, they saw each other every two weeks. He was doing stealth flying into Toronto and she was doing stealth flying into London. I think London. that's smart. Keep yeah. it, you know, keep it going. Keeping it private. Yeah. And also Twitter was going nuts because in the official thing from... Um, the announcement? Yeah, Clarence House. It, it Prince Harry, you know, his real name is Henry. Right. Henry Charles Albert David. Yes. So do you think she calls him Henry or does she call him Harry? She calls him Harry. Calls him Hank. <laughs> calls him Hank. <laughs> yeah, there you not. go, Danny. Listen, yeah. we will be back because Prince Harry and Meghan Markle sat down just a couple hours ago and we're going to find out how he proposed and when and oh, man. Now, the Brits will not be getting a bank holiday for Harry and Meghan's wedding, just so you know, like they do for other people. But there will be bonker souvenirs to be had. This would be fun to go over there for the wedding. They're going to have a church wedding. Well, yes, they have mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. We just heard that in the report. Right. He would love to just not do that. But because he's technically won't be sixth in line until the baby is born. But what is still fifth in when line? When you guys think, because they said they'd have it in the spring. I mean, April, there's a lot of birthdays, there's a lot of activities. Well, I think after the baby. I do too. It's for May. sure. It'll for be sure. in May. Yeah. 
I so, think so. So no Westminster for them? I don't know. Here's what William and Kate, they announced their engagement on December 16th, okay, 2010. Okay. A week later, they confirmed the wedding date. Then three weeks after that, the uh, official engagement photo was released. I remember it still. So, so will Prince Harry follow the same timeline where we're going to get a right. wedding date next week? Right. And then um, People need to plan. Yeah, yeah. people do need to plan. Yes. Here's, um, here's Prince Harry and Meghan as they sat down just a couple of hours ago, British time, to talk to the BBC about their giddy, giddy, wonderful moment of being engaged and telling the world all about it. It's a standard, typical night it's for us. It's a cozy night. It was, what we're doing, just roasting chicken roasting and having... Chicken, <laughs> trying to roast chicken. Trying to roast a chicken. And it was just, a, uh, just an amazing surprise. It was so sweet and, and natural and very romantic. He got on one knee. Of course. Was it an instant yes from you? Yes. As a matter of fact, I could barely let you finish proposing. I was like, can I say yes now? She didn't even let me finish. She said, can I say yes? Can I say yes now? And then, then there was hugs and I had the ring in my finger. And I was like, can I, can I give you the ring? And she goes, oh, yes, the ring. <laughs> so no, it was, um, it was a really nice moment. It was just the two of us. And um, I think I managed to catch, catch her by surprise as well. Yeah. How did you first meet? Uh, mm. Yes, we first met. We were introduced actually by a mutual friend. Who um, we will? We should protect our privacy protect and not our privacy, reveal yeah. too much of that. And um, but it was it was literally it was through her, and then we met once and then twice back to back two dates in London mm. um, last July. Yes, beginning of July, and then it was I think about three maybe four weeks later that I managed to <laughs> persuade her to come and join me in Botswana, and we. And we, we, we camped out with each other under the stars and we spent coming and joining for five days out there, which was absolutely fantastic. So then we were really by ourselves, mm -hmm. um, which, I th which was crucial to me to make sure that we had a, a chance to, to get to know each other. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh. They're so I know, isn't it so cute? cute? Yeah. So some of the stuff, you know, that we thought we knew we got we did get, yep. you know, uh, wrong. But it I don't think Meghan Markle will she's not going to be able to go to Sandringham uh, Castle on Christmas Eve to be with the royal family because Kate got engaged in November and because they weren't married she had to spend Christmas with her family was not invited mm. to Sandringham with the royals so I think Megan precedence was set Megan will go maybe she'll go she's to LA. LA and see her dad and see her mom mm -hmm. and have her last Christmas before she has royal obligations. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she won't be, uh, you know, doing that. But and, and I guess she won't be a princess. She'll be a duchess. Which is like correct. the Duchess of Cornwall. Yeah, but even though mm -hmm. we call her princess. And um, her ring is gorgeous. Donnie posted a photo of the ring. And yes. it's just really a simple, pretty. It almost looks like an oval cut with two Christian diamonds yes. on the other side. Mm -hmm. It's lovely. It's lovely. The two diamonds on the side of the bigger stone are from a Princess Diana, a ring they disassembled. Yes. Kind of like my first wedding ring, which was a diamond barge of a ring I had disassembled and made into a diamond bangle bracelet. Oh. Mm -hmm. okay. I had my wedding, my engagement ring made into a diamond earring and then I got another one to match. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is repurpose. People, people like to repurpose. Yes, they do. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, Donnie posted all of Prince Harry's hottest 
moments if you need to just look back at the man who was. Yep. And um, I love that they were roasting a chicken in their little cottage. <laughs> oh my gosh, That's roasting a chicken. Yeah. And but just we maybe never... cooking together and yes. having some wine. And I maybe think they'd they already. Were, they would go out all the time and go grocery shopping and bring home fresh food to cook. Yeah, you because you'd have to stay yep. in. And I envision them having already had afternoon delight in front of a roaring <laughs> fireplace on a plush rug oh, and after they were sated yeah. and just blissed out let's go make the roast sated. ten dollar <laughs> word everybody <laughs> sated <laughs> let's go in and he just was like beside himself so you know what I, I i looked up harry's dating history yes he has had plenty of uh um, time to date a lot of people. Yes, he has, Laurie. Okay, here's He's here's thirty three. Here's some of the okay. The long his first love was this Chelsea Davies, yes. and they dated for six years. Then he dated the X Factor host. Not dated is a loose word, but had a thing with her. Who was it? Her name is Caroline Flack. Mm-hmm. And um, right before X Factor UK. Yes, right before she had her. Three week tete a tete with Prince Harry. She dated Harry Styles when he was 17 and she oh, was she 33. Did. Oh, he likes the older women. Yeah. We like that about him. Then he dated uh, this gal named Florence Brudnell Bruce, who's some aristocratic family. And she was sort of the first gal pal after Chelsea Davy that he dated for more than three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah. Then he dated a lady, a British lady by the name of Molly King. Okay. And they had quite a bit of fun. And then he dated Cressida Bonus. Yes, yes, yes. Another aristocratic girl. And she also found the spotlight tedious. Yes, she did. One of the things, Meghan Markle, she doesn't know all the stuff that's going on with the British. She's kind of like, she's American, so she doesn't get hung up about all the stuff that the Blue Bloods might get hung up about. No, you're exactly right. And she's used to being a celebrity. So she's used to having some restrictions on her a little bit. Not a lot. But yeah, I think her celebrity came from dating Prince Harry. I don't oh, think Laura, a lot you, of people... I watch no. Except in Toronto, yeah. people I, I, knew I her. I agree with you, Laurie. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't a major celebrity. Oh, yeah. guys, not oh, to yeah. you, but to me, she was everything. <laughs> well, I know. And then, everything. then in 2015, he dated Jenna Coleman, who's an actress who was on Doctor Who. Doctor Who. And they had a thing for, for a while. And then he dated Ellie Goulding in 2016. And remember, she performed at the late yeah, night party for her brother. Yeah, she did. And she sang that beautiful song. Yeah, they were at a, a audio polo challenge in 2016. And they shared a kiss under a blanket. And we're all mm. over each other playing blanket hanky-panky. Mm. There's nothing better. It's yeah. like having a fort, Lori. <laughs> <laughs> it's fort hanky-panky. Yeah. Very fine. Now he dated so, mostly blondes, didn't he? Yes. And, you know, he's probably had other uh, gals he dated. But in watching that BBC thing, they were both kind of enchanted that they didn't really know anything about each other. Hmm. She didn't know that much. I mean, she's yep. American. We're not following British monarchy, you know, stuff. She just knew who he was. I'll bet you anything that woman that introduced them is Serena Williams. You think so, Lori? And we'll know if Serena's in the wedding or something because she knows both of them. Yeah. She's been in Meghan Markle's. She's been a friend of Meghan Markle's for several years. Yes. They show up in each other's Instagram and she's friends with Harry because he is such a fan of tennis. All right, fine. I think it was Serena Williams played... Or I think, what about um, an, 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 an Anjabi Punjab? 
the gal from um, Archie Punjabi. Yeah, no, no, not her. The gal from Quantico, who's another good friend of hers. The Indian Priyanka Chopra. Yeah. You don't think so? No. Uh, she doesn't have as She's much of a royal. Friend. But she doesn't have the royal connection with Harry. Serena Williams does. She's okay. met the royal family. She's been I'm invited to stuff. No, but I mean, she's been invited to Buckingham Palace and she knows. I mean, you know, she's been in Wimbledon for how many yeah. years in true. a row? Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Julia, yeah. I, I'm telling you, yeah. my eye spy right, on this fine, one is, fine. is uh, I, I just do feel like... It was Serena that that do you introduced think, them. Do you think there will be? I mean, I mean, I'm really looking forward to this. And then, yeah, oh, this I love is, the writing. This we can is get gossip Nirvana for again. us. It's gossip Nirvana. We needed it. Also, here's a little tidbit from the BBC interview. Okay, is that Harry um, said that when she met his grandmother, the Queen, he said, and the corgis took to her straight away. And Miss Meghan Markle t- looked at the BBC reporter and said, well, that's true. And he said, I've spent the last 33 years being barked at <laughs> by my grandmother's corgis. And this one walks in absolutely nothing, oh, just nice. laying on her feet during tea. Mm. It was so sweet. They were just mm. wagging their tails. And I was like, ah. She has like an amazing presence. Yeah. Really, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous, but really subtle. I mean, I mean, not subtle, but she feels very soft. Yeah. Very kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what she said she liked about Harry, the kindness. Mm-hmm. Julia thinks she's got a museum Rogaine. She feels like his hair is looking fluffier and I thicker. Do. Well, I, I do. Why not? Right. Well, you know. Because look at his brother. They're going to have yeah. the cutest baby. She's going to have to get started right away. Well, right away. Yeah. Exactly. Which, and I think that's why they're getting married right away. Which begs the question mm-hmm. I asked on the previous show. Yeah. Is it a given or do you think they would decide to go childless? No, he had a huge interview for the Invictus Games when they were in Orlando. Oh, yeah. And they asked him and he goes, oh, no, they've talked I about can't this. Wait to be right. a father. They've talked Understood. about this. And I wouldn't be surprised if she's ready to toss the pills right now. But they're going to wait <laughs> because, they yeah, they're going to they're going to wait. But okay. I I was um, just like so happy that we've just like. It, the, the window didn't linger. No, that they gave that it the to us win- right away. We didn't right have away. to keep waiting. That's and they, just, that was kind. It really was. We're delighted by the news. So are all the we, magazines we and the entertainment shows. All right, listen, when we come back, if Barbara Streisand drops a cover of Bodak Yellow, we know who we can thank. Ah, Julia, there's a little Barbara Streisand yep. uh, happening. And I don't know if you had a chance to watch Barbara's Netflix documentary about her concert. I watched a little bit. I watched about a half an hour this morning. Um, it, I I think I'm really going to like it because what she does is, um, you know, you learn a little bit behind the scenes. But what she's going to do is take a look at all the movies she's in and give us a little a bit of detail about that and then sing a song from each of them. Yeah. And we learned right away that she... Um, when she was in Funny Girl, the very first movie she was ever in, um, they wanted her to work with a makeup artist. And she's like, why? I can do my makeup better than anyone else. Because it starts out with her sitting down in front of the mirror doing her makeup. From the left side. 
Or no, is it a full it's front? It's a full on? frontal, Lori. Okay. I okay. didn't spend that much time because I was trying to do other things at the mm. same time. Okay. But she said, you know, they said, well, why don't we both try to do your makeup and we'll see who does it better because she wanted to do her own makeup and she did it better. Yeah. So she's always, always, always done her own makeup. Well, I was surprised by that because that, that takes a lot it, of time. Okay, but that also explains why sometimes she looks too washed out for television. Yeah, because she doesn't wear enough blush or bronzer and yeah. you know how She's I feel. On- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Don't. You know how I feel about people who don't have their blush on. You, you, every day to me, you, why <laughs> Where's not, your blush? Where's your blush? What would be the problem with some blush? But I think we're going to like it. And, yeah. and, um, my brother in law watched it twice. He my did? brother's husband, oh, he's like such a barber's. He yeah. was, he had to watch it Friday night and then he had to watch it again yesterday. He's yeah. Just so, I was disappointed that I didn't start watching it earlier. Well, uh, here's, uh, what Mark Kennedy at the Associated Press, he said this about this because it's Barbara the music the memories the magic and it was this tour that she went on of like a limited amount of cities last summer and um, but it is a movie that she really wrote with these other two guys because like you said they're clipping in other things Mm -hmm. but uh, Mark Kennedy the Associated Press says at no point does Barbara really interact with the crowd she doesn't. She she tells the crowd, I'm feeling the love, but it feels like a lie. One Ooh. suspects she'd perform exactly like this in a completely empty arena. A bald gown, straight-haired superstar on pure autopilot. Give it to Barbara. She never lets you see her sweat. She doesn't. She's a control freak from the word go. And now, that was another thing they said. She had control under her first recording, yeah. um, the label. Of the cover art, the pictures, yeah, the everything. I mean, she she knew how to do it. Well, the, the Los Angeles Times and Newsday and uh, the New York Daily News all, you know, they they liked it. They yeah. just said, if you're you're, if you're Barbara a fan, fan, this is for you. Do you I think mean, her uh, stage fear hinders her being able to talk to the crowd? Well, she has everything on a teleprompter. Um, I think that's part of it because she forgot the words and then she didn't perform for like 20 something years. I mean, like her best years she didn't perform it drove, that's just nutty but, but we have I think Donnie, albums that might be movies, that yeah. might be some of it mm-hmm. but um well, she seems so natural like she is talking to you but yet she isn't <laughs> you know and her oh, dialect and her she articulates everything Yes, so, here's, that's what Robert Lloyd from the L.A. Times says. Um, her singing is the sound of aspiration. It's practice. It's punk. It's tender. It's ferocious. She can create an impression of great power by getting very quiet. Her diction is impeccable. It's unbelievable. Her accent unreconstructed. She is precise with her consonants and extravagant with her vowels. Wow. <laughs> she really is. <laughs> She really is. Yeah, yeah. And so 
Well, I loved it. Tiffany Haddish, who, of course, she was in the summer blockbuster girls trip, and she's got... Um, Hysterical. Yeah, she was she, Saturday Night Live host a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, she's a red-hot comedian. She's gearing up to set out on her nation right wide tour called She Ready. But she tweeted, she was at a party at Barb's, Barbara Streisand and James Brolin's Malibu place over the Thanksgiving really? weekend. She shared a selfie she wrote, just so y'all know, I taught my big sister about at Cardi B today. The girl sings Bodak Yellow. Mm-hmm. And then a fan asked her back, did you teach her a verse too? And she said yes. And so people were really quite happy to find out that Tiffany Haddish and Barbara Streisand were buddies enough that Tiffany was at Babs's house in Malibu. That's unbelievable. <laughs> and the Bodak Yellow, of course, means... Bodak yellow. Mm-hmm. What was it again? It, it means having a do, having a little thing with a guy and then talking about his small wiener. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. He mm-hmm. had a Bodak yellow. Mm-hmm. I don't know what yeah. that means. Well, I don't Bodak know. Yellow. It's kind of like it's what just, we used to rap in the early '80s. Stay away from tuna can man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a that was a it was a woman's chant, Donnie. Yeah. Well, boys were late. boys were. <laughs> Uh, the tighter the sweater, the boys so. are depending on us. Remember that? Yeah, other one? yeah. Anyway, so I'm looking forward to watching Barbara, but I haven't watched it yet. Uh, Julia, you found out this news before we came on the air. Chris Riemann Schneider reporting a little more Super Bowl music yes. news. All right, so the Saturday night before the event, we know at the St. Paul Excel, it's going to be. Um, Who's that singer? Dave Matthews. Mm-hmm. That's sold out, I'm pretty sure. It and is. then the Club Nomadic, which has a concert series that are going to be at the Armory. They're gonna they're redoing the Armory to make it be a venue for music. I mean at the U of M, it's a big, huge building. It's right here. Is it the Armory across from the the US Bank Stadium? Because that's, oh, oh, that's the Armory. That's where the Armory is. That's what I know of. I that's was thinking the, only... the Armory at the <laughs> There's U. There's no Armory at there the is, U. No. There is a building called the Armory. Oh, no. There's the, the Armory. Then used, that's where it, it is. It used to have concerts. It's like literally. Yeah, I went to a concert there years you did? ago. Yeah. I feel like Johnny Cash played there many yeah, years I, ago, yeah. and they've tried to make it be something for a while. They were parking cars in there. Mm-hmm. Somebody bought it a couple years ago, but with these this group of people that are coming in and doing the club nomadic there's okay. a big profile on this guy in the paper a couple All weeks right. ago he's coming in and to get it ready for the event when um jennifer lopez will be performing there at the armory the night before Whoa. um the super bowl um because that was the one taylor swift performed at it's the direct tv party yeah yes. it's the direct tv and it's open to fans limited limited tickets we don't know when they're going to be available we also learned that the thursday night before the event um the chain smokers mm-hmm. are going to be performing at mystic lake casino in the nomadic concert tent or whatever and wow. friday night it's kevin hart at target center wow so there's going to be entertainment entertainment mm-hmm. entertainment that's kind of fun for yeah, J-Lo. I totally think She's so. She's like, don't worry, A-Rod. I'll get a, I'll get a gig. We'll, we'll be in like Flynn for the Super Bowl. We'll be going to that. Mariah Carey, what is going on with her? Well, either she's really sick. Julia, Julia, Or Julia. she's really sick. She had three nights at the Big Apple's Beacon Theater, sold out, kicking off her tour. Well, what do you do canceling. if you have, you can't sing? I mean, what do you well, do? I say doctor's orders. Done. Well, that, I could write that in. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm having doctor's orders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyone can get a doctor's note. This is what you need when you've got insurance and you have all of that. I. 
So why did she cancel? Because she hasn't canceled her tour or her uh, concert she's doing November 30th. Okay, which is right. happening in a couple of days, but she's canceling. That's in LA. Yeah, but she's canceling the ones that are happening a week after that. Mm-hmm. So to me, maybe it's low ticket sales. But see, really at the, low it's a, ticket sales. But you just said at the sold out weekend theater. No, I, it's not sold out. I oh. thought it was sold out. Listen, it's not sold out, Julia. Maybe that's why. Because why would you perform at a tour in a few days and then cancel the three dates? Next weekend, that aren't sold out except for one. God, They're I having to give away the tickets. Because well, yeah. a small, intimate theater. My goodness. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, I, I'm just. We're rooting for you, Mariah. Get it together, girl. Jay Z, work with your girl. All right, we'll be back.